for tuning in to another episode of full drop podcast a podcast where i your host give you the full drop on everything local and abroad whether that's sneakers clothing music and much much more on today's episode we have a very special guest uh, he's someone that i was able to meet through a mutual friend a really good friend who we've actually had on the podcast here um, twice now logan from dsm drops introduced uh you know this person to me and ever since i met him there's so much things that we had in common and you know we just kicked it off since the beginning really he has a really huge love for sneakers like i do and in particular nike sbs which of course i'm super into as well and uh you know as you guys will hear here in this episode he has a true true love for sneakers in particular like i said nike sbs and it's crazy that you know i'm having more and more people on here that aren't from the u.s and can i can kind of relate to more and i'm sure a lot of people who are listening can relate to and if you can't relate to it you know it's okay at least take something from it as well it's not easy especially with everyone and everything that's going on at the moment a lot of people coming here from other countries uh it's of course the pandemic so you know it's good to have people like this on here even though yes he is born here but his parents immigrated uh from another country as you guys will hear more about that on this episode so just want you guys to take that in note no matter what anything is possible and uh without further ado let's go ahead and get into this episode So we are here with our special guest. Uh, please just introduce yourself. Who do we have here today? What's up, guys? It's Pedro. So just a normal guy that collects SBs around here in Des Moines. For sure. Um, when did I wanted to ask you first before we get into the sneakers? Um, where are you from? So basically, I was born in uh, Texas, but I was raised in Florida. But normally, my parents are from Mexico, so. I guess you can just call me as a half Mexican and half American, I guess, yeah. myself. How was it growing up? Because I always like to ask people, especially like that, that I've never really talked about that part. How was it growing up, um, especially going from like Texas to Florida and now Iowa? Well, from Texas, I mean, I was born as a baby, I guess, and I didn't stay that much in Texas. But as in Florida, I did grow up in Florida for like, I think, 14, 15 years since mm-hmm. Going to middle school, almost finishing middle school, and I went almost to high school on that part. But then we just basically, my mother said, "You know what? My my mom's sick. I gotta go to Mexico. We gotta go to Mexico." Yeah. And we just boom went to Mexico out of nowhere and just left everything, house, the stuff, and boom, okay. left and call it a day. 
we got to Mexico. Mexico, I stayed, I guess, five. I didn't know any Spanish. To yeah. be honest, I was in Spanish classes. Didn't finish. But, uh, I mean, I got there to Mexico. I saw a bunch of stuff, and I'm like, cinco pesos. What is, what is, what is it? $5. Yeah. Uh, and I was like telling my mom, what's five pesos? Is that $5? That's a lot for a bag of Cheetos. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's just like 50 cents and like, oh and I started like adapting myself learning from TV to talk mm-hmm. from my uncles but it was it was not easy yeah and then I ended up later working over here in, in Iowa like mm-hmm. after those five five four years I came over here boom out of nowhere just yeah. popped in Iowa and I was like look I'm in Iowa now yeah and started working here and I'm not even around here. Stayed yeah. for a while. That's what I was gonna ask you. What was the toughest thing to learn in Mexico? Was it the money or the language? Big thing, both. Both. <laughs> yeah. Both. Actually, I mean, everybody was like, "This guy looks like a Mexican. He doesn't even speak any Spanish." Yeah. I was like, I don't know anything. Like, I literally buy like a Pepsi bottle. Mm-hmm. You know, chamoy, right? Yeah. Chamoy or chilito. They had a they had a Pepsi with chamoy, and I thought it was strawberry. <laughs> and there, there goes me to go buy that drink and yeah. I drink it like in a trip. Yeah. And you have me doing like the whole. This is hot. This is hot. Yeah. And my mom was like, "Dummy, this is chamoy, not yeah. strawberry." And I'm like, "What's chamoy? Chile?" I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> dang it!" Right. So basically, both things mm-hmm. struggled a little bit, like a whole year, two years. Mm-hmm. Was it a culture shock? Did you have like people already living um, in Florida? like friends and stuff and like coming over here or did you not have that yet? I had friends in, in Florida and mm-hmm. I had a whole bunch of good good friendship with a whole bunch of people. Yeah. But I lost all those friendships when just my mother just out of nowhere took me out of school and just boom, had to take us to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Never got to say bye to friends. I've been looking for friends like all over Facebook like with all this whole social media stuff and everything mm-hmm. that you can find a friend. Couldn't find any of my friends and I was like, dude, I was like, what happened to them? Now I don't even know where they are, and they were cool friends, and now I was like, oh, nobody else. Right. Yeah, why did you decide to come to Iowa? Because I know a lot of people, especially whenever they live somewhere, like especially Texas or Florida, they're like, yo, I love it here. What made you come over here? And like, especially our weather sucks. So like, what? <laughs> That's why, what everybody says. Yeah, what made that transition happen? Basically, wherever there's... There's a job or whatever that you you think you can prospect in life and just grow. It doesn't matter. You don't care about the weather or anything. Just mm-hmm. you just go wherever there. There's like a door that's open that says just come in here and there's a lot of stuff in here in this door and just hop in. Yeah. You'll just grow here and just give up everything else that you have around other states or at home or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just go. And I came in a bad weather actually. I got Did here you? like in. Like in April, I think it was in mm-hmm. April or in, or in March, but it was cold those days, I remember. Yeah. And I was in Davenport. Oh, boy. So in Davenport, that day I got there, there was no sun at all. Mm-hmm. There was just like winds out of like 30 miles, 40, and there was a huge chill of air. I was like, dude, what the hell am I doing here? Yeah. Coming from Texas and over here. But you know what I mean? I fought it, and at the end of the day, I started adapting myself to the cold. It still sucks. I'm not yeah. going to say that. It's cool and everything, but still when I work, it sucks working it sucks. The cold. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, when you when you first experienced that, what was it like? Like You're like, oh, I just need to get out of here. 
I was like, I need to <laughs> actually. I was like telling my dad, I'm like, we came to the freaking most coldest state, I guess, because this is the most coldest I've ever felt. Yeah. He's like, well, what do you want to do? Just go back to Texas and work over there where there's a lot of more Mexicans and people doing the same jobs and yeah. there's not many or what. And I'm like, you know what? I don't mind that much, but well, I hear the other people are just throwing negative energy saying, oh my God, why did I come here? Why did I come here? Yeah. So, I mean, I just adapt to it. I was like, you know what? Just adapt to the cold. Sucks, but I just put three jackets on, extra thermals and everything. And mm-hmm. I didn't feel it that much, but I still felt a little bit. Yeah. Out of my face, well. That's yeah. the hard part. Yeah, I was going to ask you, um, as well, growing up, especially coming from, like, I, me personally, too, coming from parents that are immigrants, what was it like growing up? What was, like, the fashion? What type of music were you listening to? There was not much when I was listening when I was a kid down in Florida, actually. I can't mm-hmm. remember mostly everything that I heard. Yeah. I was just more into the video games, and I didn't ever hear music. Just anything that was on the radio, like... Everything my mother put, yeah. that's the only thing I ever heard. And that, that's the only memories that I have mm-hmm. of her that uh, it's just the music like Aventura, yeah. uh, all those bachata, all those kind of songs that you hear in Florida. Mm-hmm. That's all I remember hearing. And that was the, the most things I was just singing yeah. along. But like I went down to Mexico and I started gaining more on the rock culture, mm-hmm. the classic rock and all those kind of things. Yeah. It's more, more on the rock right now. So I, that I'm been adapting myself on. Nice. How do you think, kind of listening to rock, how did that transform you to who you are now? Like the type of music, and even like fashion that you, that you uh, like? The fashion has always been in my blood with my mother. As a kid, I mean, the music and the rock stuff, it just popped out of nowhere, just being with guys and friends that I met down in Mexico. They were mm-hmm. just like, you know what, let's just game all night, but we put some hard music. Mm-hmm. Like there was a buddy of mine, a roomie that I had, he was like, he's like the best friend I ever had that's helped me with like struggle times mm-hmm. when I was over there. He's like, just come to my house and I'll let you have a, a room. I don't mind. Just pay me whenever you can. And I had the only Xbox. And I was like, well, we can just play Xbox. And he's like, yeah, we'll just play Xbox and rock all day. Yeah. But the fashion always came from my mother. My mother was like the, the person, the mother that uh, just... I don't know where she just go to the mall and like you want some shoes, you want some clothes, and mm-hmm. she always know told me how to combine my my colors and mm-hmm. color schemes, and I told my wife I'm like my mother's the one that got me on this, just that how she does a whole bunch of stuff, details, colors, things like this, like the shoes that I have like here, like the skunks with the whole hairy stuff, the mm-hmm. black with the stars, she always be looking at those little details on clothes and everything and just combining on me. Yeah, and that's what she was. She liked just getting a whole bunch of color stays, uh, things that just combine with myself and just to see how I look good. Yeah, and I just kept on guiding it, and out of nowhere, I just got back in the shoe game, and I was like, you know what? I go crazy on colors. They're things that are weird. I like. Yeah, that's just me. I don't know. Was there ever a certain athlete that kind of like maybe, because especially that's what a lot of people look at now, whenever athletes are going into the stadium, they're like wearing shoes or like dressing a certain way. Was there a certain athlete growing up that you would look up to in that way? Athlete. You just see if... Or maybe like a celebrity on the on the TV show or anything like that. I mean, not that I remember anybody. 
I just basically like in these times right now, I mean, I see only just all the rappers and all the basketball players. They just come out with their shoes and you see them and you're like, oh, like combination looks cool. Yeah. Like Travis Scott and he pops out with dunks out of nowhere. Yeah. I just see and I'm like, that shoe looks nice with, with that combination that he mm -hmm. has. And I just, I maybe get the shoe if I can or maybe I already have the shoe and he has it too. And I'm like, oh, all right, that's how I combine it too. Yeah. But I mean, right now I think it's just basically um, basketball players and Travis Scott and other and other and little celebrities mm -hmm. have been like checking just shoes out. Yeah. What made you like going back now? When was the first time you were like, "Yo, I really want to get into shoes and I really want to start collecting"? That'd be like. I mean, I collected a lot of shoes, but not like super, like high end quality shoes like mm -hmm. these. But I used to collect like all my sneakers, vans, and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff when I was like not in the huge sneaker game. Yeah. And I just, every single time I see like a shoe, like, I don't know, at the display at Foot Lock and you just see it like this. Mm -hmm. But you see, you like, when you enter the store, you right away, like, I see the first shoe and I was, that's the first shoe I just go. Yeah. And I try it on and then I'm like, this shoe's for me. Yeah. And I just buy the shoe and then I use it two days, three days, I leave it. And then I'm like, again, every single time I go to the mall, like, I just see another shoe out of nowhere and I'm like, the first shoe that just pops in my eye. I just try it and then I don't know where I buy it or I don't buy it. Mm -hmm. But the sneaker game and the whole culture and collecting just literally just came out when I was, I think, just looking at Travis Scott when he had the, 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 the what's it called, the Jordan 1s, the mm -hmm. highs, when I started looking at the sneaker game on Nike again. And I was like, dope, I'm going to maybe just go for that shoe. I didn't know how the whole process was with the whole bots and the mm -hmm. whole things like the whole saturation on the sneakers app, the whole losing connection and stuff. And I was yeah. like, how does this work? And the day that I first tried on the Travis Scott, so it was the first ever shoe that I was like, I didn't even know it was cost, it cost mm -hmm. a thousand. I just like, and it might be like a $190 shoe. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where I just click the app and I'm just clicking and clicking and clicking and clicking and clicking and clicking. And it just says you're in line. I was like, okay, I'm in line. And I just put this phone back in my pocket and then I just walk around home, come back to my room, I open it like, you got him. I'm like, oh, cool, I got the shoe. Mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't get hyped, but I didn't know yeah. about it. So I told my sister, I'm like, oh, look at this shoe. And she's like, oh, I know that shoe. That's uh, Kylie's boyfriend. Yeah. I was like, who? Travis Scott. Like, and I started investigating. I'm like, oh, shit, I have like a $1,000 shoe. I didn't even know. Yeah. And I started using it every day, like if it was just a normal plain shoe. Yeah. So I was like... Oh, okay. I mean, dope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, going back now to when you were growing up, was there a certain pair, even if it wasn't hype, that you were like kind of taking care of? Like, hey, I want to cherish this shoe. I want to keep it clean. Or um, do you remember any shoe like that? I'm trying to think. I can't remember mostly everything that I had. Yeah. I was basically more, those times as a kid, I was just more concerned on my console, you know? Yeah. My gaming console. Were you more like reckless? Like, oh, I don't care. Like, I'm no. just going to get these dirty. Actually, I even had like a whole collection of Pokemon cards. Nice. And I, I remember I had mostly all the first ones that are like super valuable in these, yeah. these times of days. And that was the only thing I remember I cherished and protect a lot. Mm -hmm. Not sneakers, but it was like a collectible that I, I appreciated. But who knows where they are? Yeah, you don't know where they're at? They're, I don't even know. Dang, that would have been that. You could have traded those for sneakers. Actually, I the only thing I recall, and I tell everybody, mm -hmm. 
is that I remember I had three or four Charizards first editions. Damn. And I super remember that. Cause yeah. I, Charizard was my favorite Pokemon of all yeah. of them. And at school, we'd be trading the cards. Like, you know how it was if you... Yeah. The, trade, the trading card game before in the times of the 90s. It was like nothing. Just It was just like, hey, you want to play a game? Oh, yeah. If I win, I'll take your, your card. Yeah. Okay, or let's just trade cards. And I remember I always... My dad would buy me a whole bunch of booster boxes. Cause mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know why he wants them, but I'll just buy them. Yeah. And I'd be just doping him and, oh, I got a charge. Oh, I got this. Mm-hmm. And I just tell my buddies, oh, I got an extra Blastoise. I just like Charizard. Give me another Charizard. And he's like, okay. We did the whole switchy yeah. things. Dope. Um, when did you first start learning like the value of shoes? Was it when you got those Travises? When I got those Travises when I started looking at it. Mm-hmm. I started uh, just checking out shoes and and seeing like the hype on it. I think it was not even that much of hype at that time when, when the Travis Scott ones came out. I mean, mm-hmm. it just started the whole... Like reselling more, getting more and more and more popular at the time that, that David and I got the shoe. Mm-hmm. So I knew that people were telling me, Oh, you got those Travis Scott's? And I'm like, Yeah, what about him? He's like, That's like a thousand dollar shoe. I'm like, I didn't know. Yeah. And that's when I started like just checking it out and checking out. And I started like checking shoes, checking shoes. And I'm like, Oh, there's a lot of shoes that are nice. Mm-hmm. And that's how I just started. Yeah. When did you learn, like, hey, maybe I should maybe, like, take care of these a little bit more instead of, you know, kind of... Because I know, like, like right now, you have these Travises that are super beat. Super beat. When, is there certain shoes that you're, like, kind of thinking about, like, okay, maybe I'm not going to beat these up a little bit more. Maybe <laughs> I should share two, I think. Yeah? These only two. But to be honest, I mean, the only thing I would never beat maybe be these two, but... To be honest, I don't care if I beat them that much. I yeah. mean, it's a shoe. I'm not. I'm not thinking of reselling or anything. I mean, people. People say in these times there's like a whole bunch of skaters or mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people like on pages, and you just post your shoes and they're like, oh, he's just a collector, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, he just collecting. He just shows off his shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, shoes are, are collectibles and everything. But me in personal, I I like using all my shoes. I never mm-hmm. have like a shoe that says, oh. Or I'm walking like a like a, a duck, penguin yeah. or a duck, like trying to not to like crease them or or stain them or anything. I mean, that's the part of the shoe game. Yeah, because you. I'm gonna bring the shoe out now. <laughs> you have a pair of really really beat, beat Travis Scott. one lows, and yeah, I mean like seeing stuff like this though is like super cool because yeah. I feel like it get it adds character to them. Obviously, there's stains and everything, and like you said, you took them to the ranch and you took them to everywhere. Yeah. But, like, how, how do you differ from certain pairs? Because I know, like, you obviously really like those pairs. You, t- like, t- tend to take care of them more than you would, like, a shoe like that. I mean, the, the only part where I take care of them a lot is yeah. depending on the material that they have. Mm-hmm. Like, these, yeah. these are, like, suede. So, yeah. basically, you can crease them all like this, mm-hmm. and they'll still gain back their form. Yeah. Or, like, these, if, with time, they'll just wear off, and they'll just, like, literally sink. Mm-hmm. But like on patent leather and leather and this, that's where I'm like a little bit careful because yeah. everybody knows that when you start walking, there's some people that walk like like this yeah. and then it just it's goes creasing. like this yeah. and it starts creasing from right here. Yeah. That's the only part I really, really try to take mostly care of on my shoes. That's mm-hmm. the only part. Like there's there's a pair of chunky donkeys that I have mm-hmm. and they're super, super creased Crease. right here. Yeah. Super, super creased and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to fix that, but yeah. somehow I'll fix that. Yeah. And every time I use it, I'm like, oh, dang, that's the only deal. 
Yeah. Is there certain shoes that you like to collect, or you just collect everything? It, I was I was with every single shoe at mm-hmm. one time, but then I started getting bored at collecting like Jordan One. Then I started jumping to Jordan Fours. Then mm-hmm. I started going with SBs. Then I started going with uh, Adidas with mm-hmm. a whole bunch of different shoes. But then I started figuring out and checking shoes, and then I started buying pairs from like Logan, mm-hmm. BSM drops, shout out to him. That uh. There was dunks, yeah. dunks that uh, crazy colorways, mm-hmm. crazy materials, crazy Crocs or stars or different kind of stuff like uh, patent leather or just a whole bunch of different kind of material, right? Yeah. And I started thinking to myself, well, that's me. I'm basically the kind of weirdo type of color guy that likes just crazy colors and I know how to combine them. Yeah. And I said, you know what, screw it. And I sold all my Jordans 1s, my 4s, mostly Air Forces that I had. I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to stick to one pair only. It's one one brand, I sticked it to a Nike SB. It's more me, more colors, more history on them. Mm -hmm. Every shoe has a history on on each pair of shoes, like Skunks 420, Supreme Collabs. Mm -hmm. You have a... Wasted out. You have girls don't cry. Every single shoe of SB represents something. Yeah. That's what I like the most. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a SB of Starbucks. There's an yeah. SB of uh, of Bart Simpson. There's mm-hmm. a Homer Simpson. I mean, not Bart Simpson. Sorry, but there's a Homer Simpson uh, March. Yeah. There's a Pac Man, Mrs. Yeah. Pac Man. There's just a whole bunch of like crazy shoes that just have a whole bunch of story behind them mm-hmm. and that's what i like the most that they have a story behind them yeah what would you say out of all your shoes is there a certain pair or like maybe a pair that you don't have in your collection that you would just not really wear but you'd kind of more display it this is the one that i only display the most yeah. right i mean i bought the i showed you last night that it's the one i display and i bought that uh rejuvenator crystal last uh that display and mm-hmm. it's the only one that has a display yeah. and I put up whole lead lights on it mm-hmm. but it's like the most holy shoe that I like why is that? it's just I like purple yeah I like the whole detail on it mm-hmm. I like the furry hair on it yeah it's just I don't know I mean purple is my favorite color of, of things that I've had and it's just that the, the creator of the of the skunks Todd mm-hmm. Bratur he makes weird stuff mm-hmm. like the whole granddaddy skunk yeah i have a book on his uh on his uh on his designs that he does mm-hmm. and every page you flip there's just something crazy yeah like there's a uh, a banana with feet and just holding guns or i can't remember there's just a whole bunch of like stuff mm-hmm. and i like it strawberry cobs the, the strawberry that's yeah. literally coughing there's a uh, it's just a whole bunch of them that I haven't even figured out that I like about him. His designs are just, I don't know, they're cool for me. Yeah. It's just like, it represents me, I'm a weirdo. Mm-hmm. I like the weird stuff. For sure. Um, and th- th- that's actually what I was going to ask you as well, is how do you tend to get like all your shoes? Because there's people that, especially here in Iowa, like, yo, how do they get those? How did... You know that kind of come about and that was a question that i want to ask you because a lot of people don't know obviously logan and things like that how do you get um how do you go about getting your shoes that's the hard thing mm-hmm. uh, there was a part where i didn't know 
how to get them. Yeah. And I was like, what do I do? And people go to the apps like mm-hmm. StockX, go, mm-hmm. or they go to a local uh, sneaker shop. Mm-hmm. I remember there was Illust around when he mm-hmm. was around here. Uh, Justin, mm-hmm. uh, he had some shoes in there and I just walked out of nowhere because I didn't know there was a sneaker shop that time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like literally running around town, driving, and then I spot sneaker shop. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I just hop in and there's just a whole bunch of shoes there. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'll, I'll probably come around here to buy some shoes, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the first shoe that I brought with him was a Purple Lobster. Yeah. That was the first shoe I ever bought in the store. And that's when I started just buying from there and then just started talking with more people. And then mm-hmm. out of nowhere... There was a sneaker event also. That's where I met Logan. And yeah. Logan sold me Union One, mm-hmm. Union Ones. And since there, I mean, I've just been getting with good contacts and friends. And down at Kansas City, mm-hmm. by Iowa City. I mean, everywhere around, that's where I just go. I go to wherever sneaker shop I have close. And I just go browse. And if I see something, I'll grab it. Yeah. And if I don't see anything, I'll just try to look online or something. I have mm-hmm. bought from online when I can't find anything. And I really want to pair I just hop in uh, StockX or Go. Yeah. And I use a, a authenticator to see if it's a legit or not before yeah. I do it because you never know. Right? Yeah, that's true. What was uh, the toughest pair to get that you have in your collection at the moment? Was that one? The 420 Dunk? Yeah. Please. What did you have to go through to get that shoe? You went with everything with Logan. I remember there was a, there was a part when he's like, there's... Remember, I have something special that I want to show you. I'm like, what? Don't tell me it's the skunks, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, sends me the picture right away. I'm like, oh my God, dude. He's like, they want five or six carat. Remember that time? Mm-hmm. And I was like, geez, to let go of that much money right now. I'm like, I need to set a pair of my grails and just add the rest. Mm-hmm. And I was like telling him that day, if I sell these, I mean, I'll buy those. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, we'll see. And then I remember there was an event and then we're like, I think you were there, and then Emmett was there. Everybody mm-hmm. was there, and they were like, "What pair the uh, Air Yeezys?" Oh yeah, the platinum. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember that. Yeah, and I was like, "Let's just try to sell these, and I'll just add the rest." Mm-hmm. And I told him, "Let's see if we can come up with a deal." Because we were talking with Emmett, he'll give me the pairs of Dunks that he had, and I sell those pairs to Dunks to Logan, mm-hmm. and Logan would add the the, the cash. Mm-hmm. I give it to me for the skunks, to yeah. his buddy, but. Uh, the guy sold the pair. Mm. And I was like, dang it. And he's like, well, we'll keep looking. Yeah. Three weeks later, another pair shows up. And I told him, you know what? We can't lose the opportunity again. Yeah. I don't want to do it. I love the pair a lot. And that's the pair that I mostly want. And we did the transfer. And screw it. I'm like, screw it. Let's do it. Yeah. And boom. The shoe arrived like a week later. And there we were me with him at his house just taking pictures of it. I creased it that day. I did a whole bunch of stuff. It's dirty. It's used. Yeah. And I just creased it. I did this. I did that. We took pictures. I mean, me and him were like, it's the dopest pair that, I mean, I had. Mm -hmm. And he's like, the pair is just fire, 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 fire. And since the day I've had these, I mean, I love the pair. It's my my grip for me. For sure. There's, with a lot of talk, especially like, um, Two J's from UN um, and like Fat Joe and uh, Mayor, like all, a whole bunch of collectors getting rid of their collections. Do you ever think there will be a point where you kind of get tired of collecting? 
that's a hard thing to know. You never know what happens. Mm-hmm. I told my wife sometimes, you never know what happens if I sell them. Yeah. You never know if I'll trade them for a car or a house or something. Yeah. But there's there's just like no question, no. I don't know what could happen. You never yeah. know. Sometimes I just decide on dumb things and I'm like, you know what, just I'll sell them all. Yeah. And there's some days that I'm like, I'll just keep them. Yeah. There has been times that I'm like, I just I should just sell everything mm-hmm. and buy the car that I want or or the house that I want. Mm-hmm. Screw it. But then there's buddies of mine that tell me they're like, don't sell them, dude. Don't sell them. Yeah. Hold them for a long time. You know they're gonna be worth a lot in the future, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Maybe I shouldn't. And I start regretting it, and then I start doing it again. I'm like, I'm gonna sell them. I'm not. I'm not gonna sell them. I'm not. I'm not gonna yeah. sell them. I'm not. Like like I know, mm-hmm. I did decide on just keeping one pair of each. Mm-hmm. I started selling some of my pairs out yesterday because I have extra pairs like three Sheen Cleaver, uh, mm-hmm. the Strange Love uh, Dunks. What size do you have in Strange Loves? Uh, eleven. Eleven. Okay. I thought and, you had maybe a ten. Ten. And, <laughs> <laughs> I would have bought it from you. And there's three clivers. I already sold one to Emmett. Yeah. And there's still two more. I mean, no, one more. Sorry. So mm-hmm. the other pair is mine. And I'm just going to just keep one pair of each rather. I was thinking of just keeping one pair of each, the ones that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Just for the future, like like those, the Travis Scott ones. Like yeah. when they get super beat, mm-hmm. just gift them away or mm-hmm. sell them or somebody or just put them like in an art piece and just rip them apart and just yeah. like literally deconstruct the shoe and just put it as a display yeah or and just pop the next one out and just keep on dirtying it and keep on doing it again yeah but then I'm like you know what I'd rather just have one pair of each that's what I was saying last night Mm -hmm. if I'd rather sell all these pairs I could buy more different kind of style Mm -hmm. ones that I really really want so I took the decision yesterday I'm like you know what I'll just get rid of the ones that I have double doubles yeah and that's my basically my plan and just selling those and buying more different different kind of style ones yeah what does your wife think about all this like you're, <laughs> you're spending on shoes and stuff like that she's always angry on it she's always she she always tells me you gotta stop buying shoes you yeah. gotta stop buying shoes and i tell her you know what they're worth they're worth money yeah. at the end of the day even if i pay 200 300 right now 400 maybe in a year they'll be worth 700 yeah and he's like, she's like, you're not going to sell them. I mean, you never know. Yeah. You never know if I'll sell them tomorrow. You never know if I'll sell them the next day. Mm-hmm. You never know what happens. Is there certain pairs that she's like, oh, hey, can you get me this pair? Or like those ones? Yeah. She really, she really told me that on our wedding on church, because mm-hmm. I'm already married by, by civil, but on church not. She's like, I should wear your purple skunks or we should get it matching purple skunks. Mm-hmm. And I'll put my dress on with the skunks, mm-hmm. and you can use your skunks with your uh, with your tuxedo. I'm like that'd be cool. Yeah. To be honest, and she's like, and if we can't find the pair, well, I'll just use your purple, and you can use the, the, the green. green ones. Yeah. And I'll just wear them as a big, big shoe, but yeah, I mean it won't matter. Mm-hmm. I mean just for the picture, mm-hmm. no one will notice. I'm like, I could maybe do that. Yeah. But I was talking with them, and we're like. Yesterday and I'm like she she wants different pair now she doesn't she she thought about a different pair because I was showing her pairs yeah she really would like the the cactus plant farms oh the, yeah the dunk ones yeah and with the Sarbelski crystals mm-hmm. for her wedding dress nice or the other ones would be oh damn it 
I think she said the Dior highs. Oh, snap. So I was like, man, I think it's going to be hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel you on that for sure. So I rather told her, you know what, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And also, I was going to ask you too, um, I think I know the, the, the answer to this question, but <laughs> say for whatever reason, there's a flood, there's like a fire, whatever, and you can only save one pair out of all your shoes. <laughs> You can't go back in for more. You have to get one shoe and that's it. What pair would you... You know which one it is. Yeah. What's the question? That's this one right here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's the only pair I would save of them all. Yeah. It's just, I love the pair. Mm -hmm. Everybody tells me why. I'm like, it's just, I don't know. The fur, the the suede, the laces, the whole green, the inside sole, everything is just perfect on the shoe. Yeah. For Um, those that don't know what shoe we're talking about... It is the 420 Dunk, the because um, you have both of them right here, the original yeah. one that came out and the newer pair that came out as well. So those are super, super nice shoes, and obviously a lot of people look for them as well. Um, and the next question I was going to ask you as well, because you spoke about botting, about reselling, about legit checks. I obviously spoke to Logan when he first started reselling too, and how you know things didn't go well when he first started. Have you ever gotten scammed on a pair, or have you ever had to like you know go through that situation? I think I have it yet. Yeah. I've been very cautious on everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never check and see on a high end like shoe like these. Mm-hmm. I never check the app. I'm like, you know, I'm scared of doing it. Yeah. But the people that have handed me the pairs like Logan or anybody else like Roman or anything, mm-hmm. I mean, I have trusted them. Yeah. I mean, that's where I gained my trust. But on Logan, I trust 100% on him always. Mm-hmm. And he sells me a pair. But I've never ever gotten a fake pair or anything mm-hmm. i mean not till now that i know yeah but i've never been on that scam i've always been cautious on every mm-hmm. single shoe that i get yeah and i make sure it's an authentic shoe because i mean it feels bad when you get scammed of it yeah everybody mm-hmm. when you're going back now looking at like how far you've come from like the first shoe to now what's something that you wish you kind of knew before getting into collecting before i knew Oh, that's a hard question. I don't know, to be honest. Yeah. It's hard to know. Was there like, maybe like, hey, maybe certain shoes you should hold more or take care of more or you maybe you shouldn't have not sold this pair so early? Was there certain stuff like that that ever happened? There was one shoe that I did regret selling and I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. It was a pair of uh, UNC Jordan 1 Off-Whites. The mm. white, the, car, uh, the I think they were called. I can't remember, but it's the, 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 the blue with white color with mm-hmm. That's the only pair I felt like I regret selling. Yeah. And I told Logan that I regret selling that pair because it was a pair that I did like. Mm-hmm. But I tried to maybe get it back, but I was like, nah, no point of it getting it back. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just that all my collection stunks and looks, I don't know, it just feels weird grabbing something else. Yeah. Is there a certain shoe that you're still looking for that you don't have in your collection? There's there's a whole bunch of them that I do want. Mm-hmm. Like, there's two specific dunks of uh, Todd that mm-hmm. I want. And there's uh, there's those uh, What the Dunks. Oh, yeah. The What the Dunks are, like, my my next, my next like, high shoe that I want. Mm-hmm. But it's just that it's too overpriced. Yeah. And it feels, like, weird. Like yeah. Going and just saying, okay, I want those. Mm-hmm. But, like... Uh, a normal pair that's not there's one that's called I think 
Chen or Chong, I can't remember. Oh, Chichen Chong. Chen and Chong, yeah. yeah. The white with the bandana. Yeah. That's from Todd, that you burn it out and mm -hmm. it reveals the same suede that this has. Yeah. And that's like one pair that I really want this mm -hmm. time. But it's not an easy pair to find. No, it's super hard. It's yeah. Not I haven't seen pair. one of those posted in a long time. I had one chance to get one when I was down in Mexico. Did you? With the same guy that sold me the, the Girls Don't Cry dunks. Mm -hmm. And I said, no. I'm over here in Mexico. I don't want to. Yeah. And there was a, a time when I was going to tell him, you know what, dude, I'll, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, no, no, no. A thousand bucks. Mm -hmm. And they were like 9.5 mm -hmm. out of 10 mm -hmm. in good state. Not burnt, not nothing, not dirty, nothing. Yeah. They were like basically dead stock. Yeah. And I didn't jump on them. Do you regret that now? I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one I do regret, yeah. to be honest. With all the collabs like coming out too, um, what's been your favorite collab so far? I mean, right now, collabs mm -hmm. would be the Supreme Dunks Supreme for me. Dunk. Yeah. I mean, right now, those are like, I mean, Supreme is a, it's a good, it's a good brand. Everybody, mm -hmm. everybody just because of the Supreme New York, it's, it's a high end like brand, everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's nice and all, but what I like about it is that it's the crocodiles, the crocodile skin, leather mm -hmm. with the stars. I mean, you could do the whole star with just a normal plain black dunk. I mean, I've been seeing videos of people just adding the stars and yeah. it's like fun. But like the green pair mm -hmm. is like my my nice favorite collab right now. Yeah. Know. It just pops right away. Like you walk down the street and you just see the first thing is just the the green sneakers. Yeah. That's what I like right now, the collabs that I've seen right now. For sure. Um, say there ever comes an opportunity like for whatever reason that you could collab with a brand, what brand would it be? One, why would it be that brand and what would this shoe look like if you could have your own signature shoe? I mean, to be honest, if I could collab with anybody, mm -hmm. like right now, like Nike, uh, Adidas, or whatever, or any mm -hmm. small little brand of like just a local little brand, I wouldn't even mind. Yeah, I would be happy to work with anybody. To be yeah. honest, I'll use any other products. I'll use anything, and I'll just display them as I do. Mm -hmm. But the shoe, the shoe that I would create would just be a a dunk low. A dunk low. I mean, I already had an idea of creating, or maybe a dunk low or a Jordan one low, like the Travis Scotts, because mm -hmm. I wanted to get into the shoe, uh, the shoe surgeon school. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go to a class, but I just want my wife to get here first, if I can just both go. Yeah. But I already had like two ideas of a dunk that I wanted to create, or a, a Jordan low that I wanted to create. Mm -hmm. And I still have it in mind that which which it is. Yeah. It's just basically going on my dogs. Yeah. The same thing and doing the whole like, um, if you've seen the dunks that I have right now on my foot, that's mm -hmm. the the walk walk uh, dog walker I think they're called. Yeah. Uh, so it has hair on it and mm -hmm. it has the suede like the same way. I wanted to make a a dunk low or a Jordan one low as my dog. Yeah. And like the whole Travis Scott patch that's in the back, I just wanted to stamp my dog's face in there yeah like yeah. not even that perfect but just mm -hmm. like stamp it like if it was the Travis Scott ones yeah and that's what I'm trying to trying to hopefully get on this on this year I hope mm -hmm. just to get on the, the, the school yeah try to get there and start making shoes yeah maybe in the future for sure well, do you ever think about passing on like your collection and your knowledge of, of shoes and collecting down to your children whenever you have kids yeah yeah, actually I do. I told my wife that that like the only two shoes that I would never sell would be the skunk, so I would pass it down to them mm -hmm. if they want to use them or if they just want to keep them as for safekeeping. Yeah. Because you just never know if they'll just 
boom girl up in the sky. I mean, four hundred and twenty pairs. I mean, that's limited pairs, yeah. and I'm and I'm glad to be one of the Latinos that maybe or other Latinos yeah. around the world that could have the pair. Yeah. So I think these would be the only pairs that I would pass down. That you pass down. Um, do you ever think that? Because obviously, like everyone's talking about cars and shoes, do you ever think that your love for shoes would just die down, or do you, do you see this being a long term thing forever? I mean, I've always loved shoes. Mm-hmm. My mother has always uh, kept me in shoes and clothes in the clothes uh, game. So I feel like it's hard to make it die. Yeah. I told my wife that if I sell them all, I feel like it would just die there. Yeah. But if I would not sell them, I mean, the game would just keep on growing and growing. Mm-hmm. I maybe be like one of those. Uh, like Mayor with all those pairs that you just don't know where to put them yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. And I told my wife, when I get my, my new house and everything, I'm just going to literally just throw them all in one closet or one whole thing and just look at them and just say, well, holy dang. Yeah. But, I mean, if I were to sell them all, I think it would die. Maybe it would yeah. die. You never know. I yeah. never know. That's true. One of the questions that I ask everyone that comes on the podcast um, is, where do you see yourself in 10 years from now? Where would you like to be? The most important thing after sneakers would just be a prospect, a prospect, uh, work yeah. where I'm working right now. Mm-hmm. I just have a lot of work and I just keep myself busy and just making my wife and my future kids happy. Yeah. I mean, apart from the shoe game, mm-hmm. because I think it's more important to my family, my job and my shoes. Mm-hmm. So shoes would be like my, my almost last, my last, uh, thing in 10 years Mm -hmm. that I would care a lot more I care about more just keep on working keep on hitting it as strong as I can and just keep on building maybe the sneakers and just keep the family growing and just making everybody happy in my family for sure Um, and another question as a last question that I ask everyone that comes on here is what's your last word to everyone that's listening maybe a word of inspiration uh, something that like kind of maybe helped you uh back then what would be your last words to those who are listening the thing i would say i mean there's a whole bunch of people we know that there's a whole lot of people in this world that struggle and mm-hmm. that they're like you know what i should give up or i should just call it quits or they're struggling to find a work or they're struggling on anything you mm-hmm. never know drugs on this on alcohol on whatever i mean etc cetera, etc cetera. I mean, I come from a bad, 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 bad few, a past, yeah. and it's a long story, mm-hmm. long, long story. Only many, only few people know about it. Mm-hmm. But just never, never give it, never quit, never give up. Even as hard as it sounds, as hard as it's, how it is, how painful it is. Whatever you lose, your parents, your mom, your dad, mm-hmm. sisters, brothers, and all the pain is and everything. Yeah, you just gotta, you know what keep it keep it going don't close the door keep on going through the door mm-hmm. don't give up because it basically if you if you close that door it's just basically boom you give up yeah. and you can't open it again till till you pass that struggle that you have mm-hmm. so i basically always say is just enjoy your life how it is no matter if you have one penny or one dollar or ten dollars or twenty dollars mm-hmm. that guy can make you the most happiest person alive for sure there was a time i just had the xbox mm-hmm. And I lived a bad, bad way. Mm-hmm. And I was always happy sometimes, sometimes not. I always struggled. But I just say, you know what? You got to enjoy life. You got to enjoy everything. Mm-hmm. Don't don't care about everything else, what people say, what you do. Or if you're living like this way or living in a bad way. Just 
you know what? Screw it. Go do it. Do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Be happy. Don't care about anything else. For Just sure. do whatever you want. That's what I do. I say, you know what? I spent on this shoe, and I'm like, ugh. Spend it on the shoe, and you never know what could happen yes, but tomorrow. Yeah. But I always think positive. That's the only thing, and I always find a way to free myself from anything. For sure. That's true. Um, I really like that, and I like that message a lot. Uh, for those who are wondering, you know, if you want to, sh- like, they want to see your collection, where can people find you here on, like, Instagram or social so on media? On Instagram only. I mean, on, I mean, you can leave it on a description yeah. or on the chat box or yeah, something because it's more complicated just to say the whole yeah. thing because it's, it's basically my, my name with my last name, but it's mm-hmm. with some letters off. Yeah. But it's Pedro Gonzalez, just without the, the... Some letters in there. Yeah, some letters out there. I mean, that's why I just complicate myself. I switched my, my name because it just basically was my gamer tag on it. Yeah. So I was like, ah, I just put my back name on it. Yeah. So it's basically just going on my Instagram and I post sometimes. I, I post try to post mostly daily. I've been trying to get all my shoes on my page because mm-hmm. I just want to get noticed by more SB heads. Yeah. So we can maybe collab or just show sneakers or just like sneaker duel, duel or something like that. Yeah. Just for fun. For sure. But that's the only thing I try to get like notice on my shoes just to get more with the people that are in the culture of sneakers and that they just like collecting and using the, the sneakers mostly too. Yeah, for sure. Well, I want to thank you again for coming on here and, you know, doing this, sharing your story, a whole bunch of heat and everything like that. As always, thank, no, you, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. So. See you guys till next time, guys. Peace.